we go. Salta del medio, ¿ok? Yeah, 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 Suena. Yeah, yeah. Me dijeron que te acabas de dejar, que el modo que él te engañó, que ya no crees en el amor, que anda suelta Back. igual que yo. No sé, pero la noche está para de quitar, no otro chamba Trae a todas tus amigas que yo las voy a poner a fumar. Dale hasta abajo, pa' abajo sin parar, ya. Porque tal soltera está de moda, por eso ya no se enamora. Tal soltera está de moda, por eso no va a cambiar. Que tal soltera está de moda, por eso ya no se enamora.
listeners around the world logged on to qmzradio.com and johnnoradio.com tgif of course i have to say good morning to my studio audience courtesy of clubhouse it is friday june 17th feature friday today we're playing music from puerto rico bomba y salsa courtesy of mark anthony plus we also have the friday mix with dj simple that's coming up later on thank you so much for joining me for coffee and toe world news on the go every monday through friday starting at 9 a.m to 12 p.m eastern where i read the news and we share our views follow me on twitter at me media moments on instagram it's moments with me media and subscribe to the youtube channel moments with me media like share comment and click on that notification bell and here are the headlines we have coming up for you today in international news china launches third aircraft carrier the fujian russian spy caught seeking to infiltrate icc russia jails former u.s embassy worker for smuggling drugs i wonder what that will mean for bg uk approves u.s extradition of wikileaks founder julian assange U.S. officials aware of reports, third citizen missing in Ukraine. In our stories out of North America, two fatally shot at Alabama church in latest U.S. gun attack. Republican Senate gun negotiator walks out of talks. Donald Eugene Corsi and Howard Oral Hughes arrested after attack on black teen in a Florida neighborhood. Teen dancer featured on Life times bring it killed outside a georgia program two men accused of stealing nearly fourteen thousand dollars in gasoline from virginia beach gas station and selling it at a discounted rate michael avanati pleads guilty to stealing millions of dollars from clients in business and tech news elon musk hit with a 258 billion dollar lawsuit for allegedly being part of dogecoin cryptocurrency pyramid scheme beauty giant revlon formally files for bankruptcy in health and science news in rare interview biden says americans really really down you think in sports news warriors beat celtics to win fourth nba title in eight years yay let me compose myself miami toronto mexico city named among 2026 world cup hosts gotta get ready for that one and the caribbean corner jamaica ian fleming airport welcomes first commercial flight 
woman allegedly caught with 20 pounds of cocaine in St. James, convicted businesswoman loses over $100 million in land to state. 11,500 work visas available for Haiti and other countries. And believe it or not, stories, eight-year-old boy dies during a game of hide-and-seek after getting stuck between a washer and dryer. Louisiana judge grants accused rapist custody of child and orders rape victim to pay child support. You gotta stick around for that one. Man convicted for the murder of an NYPD officer who was fatally shot by fellow officers as they responded to a robbery. In entertainment news, Netflix and Monique reach settlement and discrimination retaliation lawsuit. Tiffany Haddish reflects on growing up in foster care, says she thought she was going to die there. And Beyonce, the beehive, wake up, releasing new album, Renaissance, July 29. And the beehive reacts on Twitter. Of course, we have the details of these coming up right after the music break. But for now, a little salsa for us, courtesy of um, the one and only Mark Anthony.
Thank you to all our listeners logged on to QMZRadio.com, JanoRadio.com, and everyone here with me on Clubhouse where the conversation happens. I'm Moments with me, and you are listening to Coffee Intel World News on the Go every Monday through Friday starting at 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern, where I read the news and we share our views. Follow me on Twitter at MeMediaMoments, on Instagram, Moments with me Media. And don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel, Moments With Me Media. Like, share, comment, and click on that notification bell. Happy Friday! We made it. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. I'm so happy. Even though, um, I don't know why I would be complaining, because I don't have to get up at 5 o'clock in the morning anymore. The children are out of school, They're, so I'm enjoying the summer break. I can now get up at 6.30, so that's a good feeling. Um. I don't know what are your plans for this summer do you ever sit down and wonder what am i gonna do with these children um they're already eating me out of house and home i will say that i am going a little paranoid but i have to be thankful because um for the first two days because they got out last week wednesday and then thursday and friday i was like tearing my hair out a bit because you go in the kitchen kitchen counters dirty you just clean it right kitchen counter is dirty you go back you see crumbs on the counter and you're like okay you don't y'all don't know how to clean up you look in the sink you see things in the sink you just washed up things are in the sink again but i have to say this week my yelling and screaming paid off i don't have i didn't have to deal with that this week kitchen was clean this week so i'm grateful so it seems like we're off to a good start yeah Let's see how the rest of it goes. Will that wear out? <laughs> Will they get tired of doing that? I don't know. But for now, I'll just savor the moment. And of course, it's time for us to get into the details. And we are starting off with international news. China launches third aircraft carrier courtesy of Al Jazeera. So China has officially launched its third aircraft carrier, naming the vessel the Fujian. China's state media says the country's latest and most advanced warship was launched in a short but festive ceremony on Friday morning today, we know they're way ahead of us, at the China State Shipbuilding Corporation shipyard in Shanghai, where it has been under construction since 2018. Once the naming certificate had been handed to the Fujian's commanding officer, the ribbon was cut to officiate the launch and the ship left the dock. This is according to the state-run Global Times. The Fujian is China's first fully domestically developed aircraft carrier, and it uses electromagnetic catapults and arresting devices to enable planes to take off and land on its deck. The ship has a displacement of more than 80,000 tons, the Fujian will now start mooring and sea trials. The Fujian and a fourth carrier, which is also under construction, are larger and able to carry more aircraft than the two existing vessels. The South China Morning Post reported in March last year that the fourth carrier might be nuclear powered. James, as I read this one this morning, I thought about you. You know, because I think yesterday... Good morning, by the way, James. I'm, I'm here calling you out. Um, I thought I remember what you said yesterday and on prior shows that China, yeah, they're getting ready and they're going to be a force to be reckoned with. And I'm just um, putting um, in short form 
<laughs> what you've pretty much said for a while now. So yeah, be on the lookout. China is gearing up. They're doing what they have to do. They're getting ready for what I don't know, but they're getting ready for something. Um, yeah. Electromagnetic catapults. Those are the things that fly out and catch the wheels, right? Am I right with the description? I think. Yeah, correct. Ground yeah. rising. Good morning, Afo. Good morning. Yeah. I, okay. Little wary of those. Okay. Electromagnetic art. We'll see how those work out. But yeah, China is on the move. Russian spy caught seeking to infiltrate NCC. I'm sorry, ICC Netherlands. And this story is also courtesy of Al Jazeera. The Dutch intelligence service has uncovered a Russian military agent attempting to use a false identity to infiltrate the International Criminal Court, ICC, which is investigating accusations of war crimes in Ukraine. Sergei Vladimirovich Cherkasov, and I got it right, created an elaborate cover story dating back years to attempt to enter the Netherlands as a Brazilian national for an internship at the Hague-based ICC in April. This is according to news told to the Reuters News Agency on Thursday. This was a long-term, multi-year GRU operation that cost a lot of time, energy, and money, said Dutch Intelligence Agency Chief Eric Ackerboom, using the acronym for Russia's Military Intelligence Service. No GRU representative could be immediately reached for comment, though President Vladimir Putin's government has in the past frequently denied spying accusations as a Western smear campaign against Moscow. The Dutch General Intelligence and Security Service, AIVD, said in a statement that the man who went by the alias Victor Muller Ferreira was picked up at a Dutch airport. He was declared an undesirable alien and put on the next flight back to Brazil, where he faces court proceedings, it added. Well, I don't know if we, we can just readily assume that he is working on behalf of Moscow or, you know, we don't know. Um, anyone could do that and bear the name of Russia, especially since a lot of quote-unquote Russia-phobia is going around, right? Um, and I think Russia-phobia is nothing new if you ask me. Ever since I was a child, I remember in high school, it was Russia bad, U.S. good, right? So Russia-phobia has been going on for decades, nothing new. Of course, um, the term is thrown around now because of what is so prevalent in the news and what we're seeing more. And I, I don't know if I want to use the word narrative, but what is being presented to us through the media, right? So um, anybody wanting to further um, tarnish the name of Russia can do what this gentleman did, pretend, you know, to be... A Russian affiliate right so let's see how that plays out uh, Russia jails former US embassy worker for smuggling drugs courtesy of Al Jazeera as well a Moscow court has sentenced a former US embassy employee to 14 years in prison in a maximum security facility for large-scale cannabis smuggling and illegal storage of drugs without a commercial purpose. The American citizen Mark Fogel has been found guilty, the Kimki court said in a statement late on Thursday. Fogel is the latest American to be caught up in Russia's legal system. 
The sentence comes as relations between Moscow and the West, particularly Washington, are tense after Moscow invaded Ukraine. Russian authorities in January said Fogel had been arrested by customs officers in August 2021 after arriving from New York with his wife at the airport in Moscow. During customs checks, the marijuana and hash oil were found in his luggage, officials said, adding that the drugs were hidden in contact lens cases and e-cigarette cartridges. At the time of his arrest, Fogel was working as a teacher in the Anglo-American School of Moscow that benefited from diplomatic immunity until May 2021 due to his previous employment at the U.S. Embassy. He insisted the cannabis was for medical purposes and that it was prescribed in the United States after a spinal operation. Russia has not made the use of cannabis legal for medicinal purposes. Several Americans are currently detained in Russian prisons and vice versa. In April, the United States exchanged former Marine, American Marine Trevor Reed, sentenced by a Russian court to nine years in prison for violence for a Russian pilot who had been in U.S. jail since 2010. So, of course, you know, I'm thinking what's going to happen to Brittany Griner? With this happening to him, 14 years, I think there needs to be some amount of concern where she's, you know, as far as her situation goes. Because remember, I think they've delayed her release three times now. Now they're saying July 2nd. Are they going to release her? That's the question at hand. Because this looks like a tit-for-tat game. You have mine, so I'm going to hold on to yours. You release mine, I'll release yours. And that's the game that's going on between Russia, which I can't really get it. I don't get it because even though we don't, not me per se, but even though the U.S. does not care for the tactics of Russia and how they operate, so on and so forth, to some degree, they still do business with Russia. So... I'm a little confused. How do you navigate those waters? You, you approve certain things, but you disapprove of certain things. You approve of the things that are beneficial to you. I don't get it. I understand there's geopolitics, there's international trade relations and all of that. But I really don't understand how you dance around certain issues. All right. Now I'm concerned for her. What's going to happen? Morning, everyone. Good morning, James. Yeah, I, I think I think the perfect thing for, for um, Biden to do is to, to ask Donald Trump to go and get her. <laughs> Possibly. You, mem- you remember when um, Bill Clinton went um, to get, um, what's her name, the, 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 the journalist? Oh, I didn't remember that. I was a baby then. Yeah, but I'm only No, not a <laughs> <laughs> that was like <laughs> that was about that was about 14 years ago or so okay um what's her name sister um the, the chinese the chinese um freelance journalist that um the the, the, the chinese government held on to okay you're definitely gonna uh, have to remind me on that one because i honestly don't remember um what's her name um her sister works at CNN no Lisa Le- Lisa oh, Lisa okay 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 all right I remember her, Go sis- ahead. her sister her sister was um 
arrested in China um, for for um, months, and they send they send Bill Clinton over there to negotiate. So since D Donald Trump and Putin are like buddies, you know, the Donald Trump could probably go over there and come back looking like a hero. True. You know, maybe maybe he could do that for his next election campaign to get the black vote. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let me ask you a question, James, since you said that. Right now, <laughs> with what's going on, who would you actually choose? Crazy or sleepy? <laughs> who are you gonna choose? Uh, I would I choose I would choose your president. <laughs> the president of Florida. <laughs> oh my gosh yeah but um i don't like the sound of this quite frankly um even though it was for medicinal purposes russia's rule is no right because they have not made the use of cannabis legal for medicinal purposes now Shouldn't we be following their rules, though? Come to think of it, let let that you know. They say when in Rome, do as the Romans do. So if Russia's stance is that it's not legal here, why are we bringing it there? Or if it's for medicinal, shouldn't you try to prob probably go through the proper channels to see if an exception can be made? So too the case with Brittany. Rules are rules. Laws are laws. If they say it's illegal in their country, who are we to go against the grain and still take it there? Let's think about that for a second. You said you have rules in your home, right? You have rooms for, rules for your children. And when your children break the rules, what happens? we have the conversation i am notorious for saying i don't care about your friends and their parents i they don't live with me whatever goes on in their house stays at their house what happens here is what happens here my rules stand and if they decide to go against the grain and break the rules there are consequences am i right or am i wrong do we allow our children to do as they please in our homes, disregard our rules, disrespect us? Do we do that? Is that what we allow? Or do we not, you know, say, uh-uh-uh-uh-uh? And then when their friends come over, don't their friends have to fall in line with the same rules? Let, let's think about that for a second. It's very easy for us to sit here and, and condemn Russia for holding on to them. But rules are rules. That's why parents are always looked at as being evil and wicked. Because we will not bend our rules. Our rules are right. If we say be in the house at 9 o'clock, be in the house at 9 o'clock. If we, you know, if we say you're to have a bath, have a bath. It is what it is. You know. But in this case, I do agree that there is a tit for tat situation going on. You're stepping on my toes, I'm going to step back on yours. Kind of from the movie um, with that music video, not movie, music video with Pastor Cavassier, that scene in the alley 
with Diddy and Pooh Bear and Busta and all them and Monique and stepping on her toes because they felt disrespected. Yeah. Let's see how that plays out. Um, UK approves the US extradition of WikiLeaks founder Julian Assange. Is it Assange or Assange? How, how does he pronounce his last name? I don't know. Um, Assange. Assange. Okay, so I was right the first time. Thank you. Thank you, Sinet. Courtesy of Al Jazeera. British Home Security Pretty Patel has approved the extradition of WikiLeaks founder Julian Assange to the United States to face criminal charges, bringing his long-running legal saga closer to a conclusion. Assange is wanted by the U.S. authorities on 18 counts, including a spying charge relating to WikiLeaks's release of vast troves of confidential U.S. military records and diplomatic cables, which Washington said had put lives in danger. His supporters say he is an anti-establishment hero who has been victimized because he exposed U.S. wrongdoing in conflicts in Afghanistan and Iraq and that his prosecution is a politically motivated assault on journalism and free speech. The Home Office said on Friday that his extradition had now been approved, but he could still appeal the decision. In this case, the UK courts have not found that it would be oppressive, unjust, or an abusive process to extradite Mr. Assange, nor have they found that extradition would be incompatible with his human rights, including his right to a fair trial and to freedom of expression, and that whilst in the US, he will be treated appropriately, including in relation to his health. Originally, a British judge ruled that Assange should not be deported, saying his mental health problems meant he would be at risk of suicide if convicted and held in a maximum security prison. But this was overturned on an appeal after the U.S. gave a package of assurances, including a pledge he could be transferred to Australia to serve any sentence. Patel's decision does not mean the end of an Australian-born Assange. Someone's mic is open. Um, Patel's decision does not mean the end of Australian-born Assange's legal battle, which has been continuing for more than a decade. He can launch an appeal at London's High Court, which must be which must give its approval for a challenge to proceed. He can ultimately seek to take his case to the Supreme Court in the UK, but if an appeal is refused, Assange must be extradited within 28 days. Do you think he's going to appeal, his team? Yeah, I think they're going to appeal, and they're going to appeal based on the grounds of mental health, my opinion. Uh, why would you say that, Apple? I want to hear your, your insight on that. Why do you say release him? Have Call again. I'm in the no. matrix. Oh, Can you okay. hear me? My question to you is why, why do you say release him? And the reason I'm asking you that is because in the eyes of the U.S., he poses a threat because he has access to information. That could cause harm. So on that, based on that, what is presented, right? What what's your reason for saying release him? You're probably still in the matrix. Okay. Um, so U.S. officials aware of reports of a third citizen missing in Ukraine. 
United States officials have said they are aware of reports of a third U.S. sitting citizen missing in war-torn Ukraine after family and elected officials said two other men who had traveled to the country to fight against Russian forces had gone missing and were feared captured. U.S. State Department spokesman uh, Ned Price said on Thursday the agency was aware of reports of the third missing person who had traveled to Ukraine to take up arms. He added the department was in touch with the family but did not provide further details or identify the individual. Price also said Washington has not yet raised with Moscow the issue of two other men reported missing in Ukraine, identified by family members as Alexander Druki, 39, and Andy, 27. Question. Did they tell the U.S. government they were going over there to take up arms or did they just get up and go on their own accord? Um... And if they got up and went on their own accord, did they not do any research? Did they not think of the implications, the ramifications, the repercussions, the possibilities of what could happen? Why? Third question, are they of Ukrainian descend- descendants? Ah, that too. Uh, well, because. Andy, Hun, um, H-U-Y-N-H, that sounds like what kind of last name, Sunet, Sunet. H U Y N H. Uh-huh. H U Y. That sounds Asian. That H-U-Y-N-H. sounds Asian, yeah. That's that's Vietnamese. That's Vietnamese. Yeah, I'm that like, is Vietnamese. Okay, all right then. Thank you. I'm done asking questions. <laughs> but hold on though, Sonette. Let us not assume because he could have a Vietnamese name, but could have also been born in, 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 in Ukraine or have descendants from the Ukraine. We never know probably has that yeah last that's name. right yeah it could be his mother his mother could be a Ukrainian his father is um, Vietnamese or I think that's a Vietnamese name not Chinese yeah, it is Vietnamese yeah oh, okay yeah so yeah we could look at it from the, you raised a valid point familial connections yeah it's a possibility yeah those were our engineers no moments. go ahead yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, so are you, are you able to speak now yeah, the red bar gone. Okay, so my question to you, you said release him. But my question to you is, why would you say release him when he has access to information that could cause harm? I want to hear your stance on that. Oh, it only cause harm to the... To, it only cause harm because what? The man exposed the dirty and the nasty behavior of the U.S. You know what I mean? You know them love for put on them... them, them the clean them clean clothes <laughs> per se you know like as if this behavior as if they're all that they're the almighty everything start and stop for the u.s they're so perfect and and whatnot this propaganda with them spread all over the world showcase say not all over the world say yo they're them all almighty and high and mighty so the man showcase say yo now you hear me come get by the red bar yeah i'm hearing you go ahead continue it, oh yeah yeah, so the man just show them a dirty secret. You know what I mean? Say, yo, watch a man. Them people are demon. That country are demon. Them. You know what I mean? Because them tell lie. Them tell lie. Just forget people. Res- uh, for go kill off a bunch of people. For take them resources. You know what I mean? Just recently, uh, what about brother's name? Uh, George Bush. Um, it slipped out of time out recently. 
You know what I mean? When you might give some kind of speech and it ends up slip out of your mouth, when you talk about Ukraine and Russia and slip out of your mouth and mention, um, uh, mention Iraq, you know, which people already know about. Well, people who really are looking to things and yeah. Uh, you're in the uh, matrix. Of them, one think for themselves, and I just go. Uh, yeah. So here, here is why I'm going to give you a little bit of pushback on that. In your home, in our homes, what do we tell each other? What happens in our home stays in our homes, right? No matter what's going on, what happens in our home stays in our home. We tell our children, don't go out there and spread our business. You don't talk about how much money we make. You don't tell anybody if we have food in our pantry or not. You don't let anybody know if our lights are on or not. You don't do that. Right? Isn't that what we tell our children? And, you know, the saying, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas, right? So you don't go out there and tell our We know we have our skeletons in our closets, and we want to keep them in our closets. We don't live in glass houses where everybody can see inside and see what's going on and see what position you're having sex in or see if, if you bathe or if you're using the toilet. We don't, we don't do that. You know, we keep our business here. And that's why I'm giving a little bit of pushback. Yes, we, um, the U.S. is not squeaky clean. Yes, the U.S. has its issues. Yes, there are a lot of things that need to be done differently, but does that give someone the right to go and air our dirty laundry? Just as we wouldn't want anyone to come into our home. For example, I wouldn't go to Sonette's house, see something, and then go and spread it all over the place. Or I wouldn't want Sonette coming to my house, probably not agree with certain things, and then she goes and spreads it all over the place. You know, so I'm just trying to make the um, similarity. There? My thing is, my thing is, these things, these things affect us um, here at home. It affect other people abroad. Uh, abroad, um, U.S. invade a lot of countries. A lot of people lose their lives um, overseas. Our soldiers are losing their lives. It affect us financially. Um, indirectly, they, they 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 try to control us and all of these things. So um, that's why with. Assange and like Snowden and all of these things, they they air out these things because it it affect us really affect us and 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 we need to know and not that, that whatever we do here in the US affect the world. Right. The only question I have, I understand what you're saying. <laughs> I understand what you're saying, but I I I I I think what's Assange because it's just a whole lot of things they do and it affect us politically and and financially. But the thing is now. Where do the line between freedom of expression and espionage? Mm, good question. So, <laughs> so <laughs> that's the question. Like, yeah. I, I agree with what they're doing, you know, because I'm a rebel like that. But when I look, it's kind of espionage. So, where do we draw that line? Yeah. You see, because you know something, Dre? We do wrong, but we want to protect our own. You know, you know what I mean? Um, we know what we're doing is wrong, but we still want to protect our own. We do it within our families. We do it with our friends. We know what our family members doing, what they're doing is wrong, but we still protect them, don't we? 
we still harbor them and you're right that was a good question and the espionage comes into play now let us remember you may have a safe in your home and that safe has money in there someone comes to your home sees the safe sees that you have money in there and then they go out there and tell to say to somebody else right now they may be saying it and saying listen when dre tell you him bro don't listen to dre because him have a safe and i'm most full of money they don't know if the money is yours right dre what if you're just safekeeping for somebody else and even if it's yours you choose to keep your money there versus in a bank because we know the banks rip us off them going out there and saying something to say affo they go to up and say boy affo you know i went in dre's house and i saw yada 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 they don't know where Afo's mind is at. You following me? Now, Afo joins up with me and Chief and everybody else and say, okay, and we also say how we can destroy Dre's house to get access to the safe. Am I making sense or am I reaching? I'm just trying to make the similarity while i don't agree with a lot of the things the u.s does and how they go about doing things we also have to be careful what we put out there because it can harm the nation as a whole that's how i'm looking at it and i may be wrong okay, case, okay so. uh, oh sorry chief go ahead i was just no saying problem. you have to be careful of blind patriotism too that's and that's true. what they want us to have in America. Go ahead, Chief. Sorry about that. You're right. Yeah, I, I saw. I, so I heard my name. I was gonna be quiet about it. <laughs> I was including you in my scene, right? My my movie scene. I was like, okay, now I'm an actor in this. Um, <laughs> so here's my here's my part of the script. Okay. <laughs> so theoretically, I agree with you. Uh, moment. Uh, in a in a in a in a in a in a I guess you could say in, a, in an ordinary world that that those principles would apply. Right. But the same the same house we're talking about, the same nation we're talking about, sells our data all the time, even to people that we disagree with. Right. right? So they're always airing out our business. As individual citizens, we are being deeply penetrated. Right. There's a. There's, I'm telling you that that, that data mine. And the, the, how that how our data is being utilized without our consent or without our knowledge, the, our business is already being aired out. So we we actually have this abusive relationship where we're defending the abuser, mm. and the abuser is approaching us as if they have an allegiance to us, and they don't have an allegiance to us. Uh, we wouldn't be talking about the things we talk about on a daily basis, <laughs> right? True, true. <laughs> so that's that's my part of the script. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thank you so much, Chief. Thank you, Andre. Thank you, Afo. And those were our stories from the international scene. We do have to keep it moving, and now it's time for news out. Out. I'm sorry, we're going to take a music break, and then when we return, it is news out of North America. Here's a little bit more from Mark Anthony.
Thank you to all our listeners logged on to QMZRadio.com, JanoRadio.com, and everyone here with me on Clubhouse where the conversation happens. I'm Moments with me, and you're listening to Coffee in Toe, World News on the Go, every Monday through Friday, starting at 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern, where I read the news and we share our views. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter at Me Media Moments on Instagram, it's Moments with Me Media, and subscribe to the YouTube channel, Moments with Me Media. Like, share, comment, and click on that notification bell. It is Feature Friday, and we are listening to the sounds of Mark Anthony. He specializes in salsa y bomba. Um, and if you listen, you can see the connection because all of the music really comes out of Africa. This one is one of my favorites, and I'm going to start it over. Live my life. selfish there i had to start that one over one of my favorite mark anthony songs and you know it is so true you have to live your life learn to dance reign in who you are embrace who you are embrace life right make the best of it all right and now it's time for stories out of north america and here we go again two fatally shot at alabama church in latest gun attack a gunman fatally shot two people in a suburban church in the southeast, well, the south state of Alabama. In the latest in a string of high-profile gun attacks in the country that have led to a renewed call for federal firearm controls. The attack on Thursday night at St. Stevenson's Episcopal Church in the Birmingham suburb of Vestavia Hills also left a third person wounded, according to police captain Shane Ware. Ware said the gunman was arrested after police received an, a report, and this happened at around 6.20 Eastern time, of an active shooter at the scene, adding that there was no further threat to the community. The identity of the attacker and any possible motive were not immediately released. 
The church's website listed an event described as a boomer's potluck during the time of the attack. There will be no program, simply eat and have time for fellowship, the notice said. Is it one a week now? We're, we're, we're pretty much at one a week, you know, for shootings. So Maybe we... somewhere around one a day. <laughs> Thank you so I'm not, much. I'm not kidding. I'm no, sorry you're to not. Say you're not. Yeah. Th that's where we are. It's the norm and that's the problem i'm having for me to make a statement like that and feel comfortable to be able to make a statement like that it's kind of sick very sick it is imagine going to another country where there is peace and quiet and calm nothing and telling them, oh, every day we have mass shootings or we have shootings, people killing people every day. They're probably going to look at us like, oh, heck no, I would never want to go there then. Well, that's the picture we're painting right now. I thought that picture was painted a very long time ago. <laughs> that's the picture. But here's the thing, why... They have been getting away with it. And here is the reason why they will probably put out travel advisories for third world countries. And let's say Jamaica, for example, because of the size. That's the thing. When you think that Jamaica has a population of approximately 3 million, you know, less. But, and you hear of these things happening there, they're like, oh my gosh, scare but because you, the U.S. is so large, but we're not hearing about every case. That's the thing. We are not hearing about every single case. We're only hearing about a few. Only a few. So can you imagine if we were to hear about every single case? Sonette, you're right. It's one a day. At least every day. And you, we want to say one a day per state. Every state, every day has some type of gun violence, somebody shooting somebody. Turn on the news in your local city. Every day. Now put the numbers together. Kind of scary if you ask me. And yes, there was a time when certain places were off limits. You don't go to churches. You don't go into schools. You don't go into government buildings. There was a time when children were off limits, women were off limits. But now, who gives a rat's behind? Nobody. Kind of remind you of the Wild Wild West movies. Those westerns my father used to watch where people ride into town and just start shooting. Bang, 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 bang. <laughs> well, moments mega kind of kind of disagree a little bit you know because <laughs> right, yeah man because yeah say well, there was a time that <laughs> no there was a time for certain group of people when that not happened to it that did not happen to a group uh you know black people all day every day back in the days and to continue it never stopped that's you know, right I mean, that's right not don't forget the church where the local girl them not the basement sunday school and them go white supremacy go and bomb up the church you know what I mean? And kill the local girl, man. You know, Martin Luther King he went there and all them stuff there. And I talk about the 
the, 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 the devilish act, you know what I mean? Not to mention other churches in you know, Georgia, Mississippi, Alabama, them places there. Black people again are mind them own business, you know what I mean? I give them God them tongues. And man run come in and shoot shoot the other pastor, shoot up the church or catch up on fire. So them something that go on long, long time when you come on to a certain group of people. It just that now it starts to reach everybody. You know what I mean? So yeah, me, me, me kinda of push back with us somebody, you know what I mean? Okay, so I accept what you're saying. Totally get what you're saying, right? Although I wasn't going down the racial avenue. I was just looking at what's going on. But know, 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 you know, know what I mean? So children were protected, allegedly. Women were protected allegedly on a large scale, right? And it's not just here in the US, it's global. There is no regard for children anymore, no regard for women anymore. Totally out the door. I think animals are protected more than people. I've been saying that. <laughs> oh, in America, though, dogs, dogs, because in Africa, them is a sports, you know. Hunt, go kill off an elephant, them, the lion, uh, all of them. But in America, the dogs, them, ooh, yeah, man, I have to protect the dog. If so, if I carry a Christian one river right now, the fur and a dog in there, the first thing I'm gonna see are the dog. Everybody has come after. <laughs> I think James was gonna say something. Go ahead, James. Yeah, um, the, the Geneva Convention, uh, does it still exist? Does it anyone does. know? Yeah, because, yeah, because the Geneva, based on the Geneva Convention Act, I have to feed my prisoners, so hence I have to feed my husband and children. Yeah. It does exist. Oh, cause, yeah, because I, I thought, like, in that, like, reporters and, and, and stuff were, you know, you, you can't touch them, but, but it seemed to, you know, a lot of reporters have been dying. Mm -hmm. internationally covering wars and stuff like that mm -hmm. you're right so that's yeah that's what i was wondering like if it if it still exists because i haven't heard i haven't heard anything about it anymore because it covers like like reporters like waterboarding like make sure you're not um you know feeding prisoners of war and stuff like that so but i haven't heard about it in 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 like probably about 15 to 20 years the last time <laughs> i heard about it i think it was the first gulf war so the Geneva Conventions are a series of treaties on the treatment of civilians, prisoners of wars, um, and soldiers who are otherwise rendered or to combat French literally outside the fight or incapable of fighting. Um, what are the main points of the Geneva Convention? It specifically prohibited collective punishment, torture, the taking of hostages, acts of terrorism, slavery, and outrages on the personal dignity, in particular humiliating and degrading treatment, rape, enforced prostitution, and any form of indecent assault. There you go, James. But yeah, it still it still exists, but we don't hear that, about it. That means it doesn't exist, because I didn't even know that rape was in it. Ah, <laughs> it, it doesn't exist. But, but it's just it like... But James, isn't it just like freedom of speech? They say we have freedom of speech, but you don't have freedom of speech because if you say something that offends somebody, you can end up in jail. Yeah, it doesn't exist because there, there are many stories like in, in Vietnam and in other places where the soldiers go and, um, you know, take women against their will. So <laughs> that, that, yeah. that, that, that don't exist. We say one thing and do another. Isn't that what we do as human beings, James? Say as I do as I say, but not as I do. Way of life, right? Go right ahead, Dre. 
Oh yeah, um, <laughs> you know what I always find funny, like it's it's called war, and we try to uh, have rules, <laughs> and <laughs> I just laugh all the time because I was like, good luck on that, you know, following rules while you're warring. Uh, it doesn't make sense to me. Mm -hmm. So I mean, I, I guess we as human beings would try to uphold those rules, but trust me, all those rules is gonna be broken, especially when you're looking at someone as your enemy, you know, you want to hurt them. You right. want to hurt the enemy, like that's how the, the, the mind works. So these rules, Oz, it's gonna be broken. It's, it's just a <laughs> joke to me. <laughs> war crimes. What is war crimes? You oh, know, it, you killed. It, it's a, it's a war. <laughs> it's it, you are. <laughs> but anyway, inhumane acts that happen in the war crimes. So Republican Senate gun negotiator walks out of talks, and this comes to us courtesy of the BBC. The lead Republican negotiator for what would be the U.S. Senate's first gun control bill in a generation has walked out of talks with Democrats. Texas Senator John Cornyn has played a key role in drafting the framework of a proposed firearms bill following mass shootings in Texas and New York. Leaving Washington, he said, I am through talking. The plans include tougher checks for buyers under the age of 21, and cracking down on illegal gun purchases. The proposals have shown some rare cross-party cooperation on the issue of gun control, but still fall far short of what many Democrats and activists have been calling for. Recent attempts to tighten gun laws in the U.S., which has the highest rate of firearms deaths among the world's wealthy nations, have failed to get the required support in Congress. But Mr. Cornyn's walkout has placed a question mark over the legislation's future. Axios, a political outlet, reported earlier on Thursday that conservative colleagues of the Texas senator are frustrated at his handling of the talks and want time to consider the text of any proposal before it is introduced to the chamber floor. The legislative window to pass a new law is narrowing as November's midterm elections loom. But the lead Democratic negotiator said he was still hopeful the bill could go to a vote next week. A bipartisan group of senators has been working to draft the text for a bill of lawmakers or for lawmakers to vote on before they leave for a two-week two week 4th of July recess. But they have become bogged down in recent days as Democrats and Republicans disagree on provisions that would strip certain Americans of their guns. Mr. Cornyn told reporters on Thursday that now is the time for action. I don't know what they have in mind, but I am through talking. Earlier in the day, he warned that time was running out to reach an agreement. We're about to run out of our rope here, and we got to make some final decisions today if we are going to be able to get this on the floor next week. Connecticut Democrat Chris Murphy and North Carolina Republican Tom Tillis told reporters late on Thursday that the group was still inching towards an agreement. To land a deal like this is difficult. It comes with a lot of emotions, said Mr. Murphy, who is leading the Democratic negotiations. It comes with political risk to both sides. But we're close enough that we should be able to get there. Senators say disagreements remain... And that just went blank on me. Please forgive me. But um, my question is, while I'm waiting for that to pop back up, here's my question. Um, 
Dre, let me start with you. What is one thing you would like to have included in a new gun law? One thing, just give me one. Um, I, I really like um, the band of assault rifles. Is that going too far? No, it's not. So that's your request. Okay, that's one. Yes. James, give me a request, please. What is one thing you would like included besides what um, Dre just said when it comes to gun control laws? Um, I'd say limit, limit the amount of um, shots that you can, you can purchase. All right, that's two. Three. Marlon, are you able to speak? Or he's half asleep, which one? All right. Apple, are you able to? I hope you're not in the matrix. Give me one thing, not what James has said, not what Andre has said, but give me one thing you would like to see in a revised gun control law. Um, first, teenagers being able to purchase guns, you know, just so easily, and also do some like serious, serious background check on the first time, and if him. One thing, you can't get from getting guns. Okay. And Rose Solo agrees with you on that because she said raise the tax limit, raise the age limit. Uh Sinet. Oh, go ahead, Rose Solo. Go ahead. So, so my number one is the age limit. Okay, you're breaking up really bad. I know you're in the office and it's hard, so I'm so sorry. Type it in the chat, Rose Solo. Sonette, are you able to speak? And if so, can you give one recommendation that you would want included in the gun control law? I missed what everybody else said because I was, I was someone was talking to me. Um, so I would say my thing is sell no more guns for the next two years. Okay. All right. Thank you. Alexia, not sure if you're able to speak. Good morning. What is one thing you would want to see as it comes to the revision of gun control laws? Alexia, probably not able to speak. Okay. Um, stricter background check. So she's taking your number two, um, <laughs> Afo, Rosola is taking your number two. Stricter background checks. Cool, cool. Right. What is so hard? Because everything you all have said are valid. Stricter background checks. What's so hard about that? I don't see a problem with that. Raising the age limit. I don't see a problem with that. Reducing the amount of ammunition one is able to purchase. I don't see a problem with that. Putting a freeze on the purchase of guns. I don't see a problem with that. Can I tell you, there's a problem with every single thing that we're proposing because we're gonna get argued down. Mm -hmm. The first one, the background checks. Let me let me tell you real quick. Background checks. I'm not one to think to stand to, 10 toes down on that one because they're not great. We, I do background checks for people I'm going to employ. I have people tell me, in advance of me doing a background check, hey, Sonette, just FYI, I was arrested and I spent seven years in prison. 
okay, thank you for letting me know in advance. That does not neg- that does not eliminate someone's candidacy for a job in my company. It doesn't. Right. So I do a background check. What does my background check come up? Completely squeaky clean. Zero. No, no ever arrested, no ever jail, no ever prison. You have you have to have the best gun um, background checks. And if we're talking about a gun, these are there's so many millions of people in this country. I find it very hard to say that the FBI and the CIA are going to be those people who put in charge of doing those background checks because obviously the company that we're using to hire people is not doing such a great job. You know, but I'm I'm trying to just make that clear and clean. So I don't, I can't see that happening. I wish it was that easy. And and I said, freeze them guns. There's no way. People (laughs) want their guns so damn bad. They're not going to let that happen. Are you kidding me? And if they can't buy them legally, they're going to go in the back door and and steal it, or they're going to buy it from somebody else. Yeah. So I'm going to hand them off. And it, I, I just wish we didn't. Yeah. Have to deal with them, but I am I'm, I'm so very very different from a whole lot of people. I'm going I'm going to stop speaking now. Thank you. Thank you, Sinek. And I see your point, Alexia. Thank you, Alexia. Put in the chat um, a complete ban on sale of high powered weapons to civilians. If I can't get anything else, that is the number one thing I would ask for. That should be the number one thing. Um, that, yeah, that's uh, that's why I said ban on assault rifles because, like, yeah, I think that will work because it doesn't really go against the the amendment, right? You still um, can purchase your shotgun to hunt you still could purchase your handguns to protect yourself and your family but the assault rifles um those high powered weapons are are weapons of war yeah and um shouldn't be in the hands of civilians you can argue that point um it was banned before so we could do that again and um yeah I, i i think that's the best route Here's another recommendation, if I may. You go to purchase a gun, (laughs) you have to fill out an application. You have to wait so many days. You have to go through a mental evaluation. Uh, Let's make it a four-week process to be able to get a gun, depending on the type of gun. Just a recommendation. Quite frankly, Nobody needs to have an assault rifle. You, who are you warring with? The raccoons you say you're going to kill? That's who you're going to war with? The prairie dogs? That's who you're going to war with? That's, you just need a hunting gun for that. But if I can't get anything else, that's the one thing I'm asking for. A ban on automatic rifles. They don't need to be on the streets. I know someone opened their mic. Yeah, so one thing I'm curious about, I know, is there like a law to prevent um, people that um, use recreational um, drugs, like, you know, marijuana or any of those other, is there, is there you know, like um, a restriction that they cannot be gun holders? I don't know. I really don't know. That's a good question. I don't know. Yeah, because because that would be interesting because I, I don't think you can 
you're allowed to 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 use recreational drug like if you're in the police force uh-huh. or or if if you're in the army so like if you're a professional and you're trained professional to use gun and you're not allowed to use um gun if you if you if you are you know partaking in in, in um, recreational drug then i don't know if, if 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 there's a ban on that or you know anyone can just walk in and just whether you smoke or whether you take cracker cocaine or whatever you just walk in and get a gun still i don't know but um alexa yeah put another good one um a 30-day business hold on sale 30 days to process a gun sale i'm with that i'm with that make it frustrating because (laughs) just like it's frustrating to get unemployment frustrating to get um for some women to get WIC benefits frustrating to get (laughs) any kind of assistance yeah make it frustrating for gun sales too my comment was for james the the anti-drug part oh sorry oh Oh, hold on hold on hold on that's a republican speaking point (laughs) yes James, just FYI, that's what it is. They're trying to um, link marijuana, not just recreational drugs, by the way. They're clearly trying to link marijuana to um, the excessive use of guns, which is anti-Black, and it's a Republican-speaking point, <laughs> just an FYI. Wow. Thank you, that. Alexa, where are you going to go? Go right ahead. Oh, so I was trying to speak before, but because um, I don't know what happened to my phone. But... Um, the one blowback from a stricter gun law, I believe, I might be wrong, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. could be that you force a lot of people to buy on the black market. You force everything underground. Mm-hmm. And um, you have, well, the sale for it would go up once it becomes that hard to obtain legally, right? Mm-hmm. But I feel like everything, I just, I go, go black market, wicked. Go go underground wicked and and then probably you know more more problems. I mean, I don't know, I could be wrong, you know, correct me if I am. Valid point, that's another valid point. When this we... is the thing, go ahead. No, go, J- go ahead, Dre, go right ahead. Our uh, this is the thing, um, the black market, yeah, the price to go up and all of that stuff, which is great because a lot of people not going to be able to afford it. Um, a lot of people not going to know how to get it and, and, and stuff like that. With just going in the, the gun store just to buy a gun, I think that is just way more dangerous. Um, when you have a black market, also, when you get caught with a gun, you know you're going to do some time, some real time. So deter a lot of people, too, from trying to, to obtain um, high-powered rifle, you know. So that's why I still advocate for um, you still could have a shotgun. You still could have a handgun, but it's just a high-powered rifle. So you still could get a gun. But once you get caught with a high-powered rifle because it's now banned, yeah, man, you have to sit down for a good 10 years. Mm. All right. But, Dre, look at this, though. Jamaica does not have a gun store. Like, Jamaica does not have gun stores. Everybody on their grandmother. Um, 
no, everybody and grand and then grandmother do not have a gun. The criminals, <laughs> the criminals have guns, <laughs> right? The criminals have no, guns. But if, no, but it's not even criminals because all right, let me explain. My little community that I grew up in before I came to the north north coast is what you would call the epitome of country. Like people used to go bush, go pick mango when damsel did still exist, and all of these things. And no joke, like. In the last 10 years, you know how much call them get for police go up there? You know how much house them go dig up and find how much rusty gun and all of these things? Like, it is mind-boggling. And you wouldn't believe guns would get to that community. And we don't <laughs> have gun stores. Nothing yeah, I, I understand where you're coming from. But with Jamaica, it's just the it, it, Jamaica can really limit the amount of guns coming in the country if they really want to. Um, I don't know if it's because lack of resources, why they can't, because they know where the guns is coming from. So I don't know if it's um, lack of resources. But the good thing is, I, I remember in Jamaica, um, if, if a gun is, I understand what you're saying, like there's so much guns now, but we know when guns was around, but it wasn't in everybody's house. You know, everybody never have one. You know, you know, say, all right, if, if you're from certain hood, you know, say, all right, two guns, they're on this. So in case anything, we'll go and go over this and the guns, them over this. But it just wasn't just all around. And you look in Jamaica now where you don't see anybody walking into a school and shooting up a school. Right. I was aware that one and two time a kid might carry a gun to, to school just for show off him father gun or whatever but you don't see you, you don't see these mass shootings every day so it is it, you have to have some form of control and this is what this country is not doing is is not having control of that situation and 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 i think it's just worse when you do you don't implement no control it's just a free fall just go buy a gun you want a gun you don't have a criminal record go buy a gun oh boy all right so uh you know what i do have to keep it moving because here's the thing let's see all i can say at this point is we know the things we would like to see we would like for someone and i'm sure all of what we have mentioned in here has been put forward now we're just asking pick the one that is of utter importance pick the one that will be most effective and let's start there right um and we need it done quickly 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 all right next story uh donald eugene corsi and howard oral hughes arrested after attack on black teen in florida neighborhood a black florida teen took to social media earlier this week to share a video of him encountering racial discrimination while driving through a neighborhood where his friend lived I was racially profiled, profiled while driving through my friend's neighborhood. They didn't like the way I was driving, so they felt the need to hit my car with a cone and throw a rock through my window. All I wanted to do was de-escalate until the police came because I wasn't about to get charges pressed on me for no reason. Videos and photos show his vehicle with the back window smashed with visible dents and scratches underneath. The video appears to capture the event's aftermath with Jermaine, who is not visible on camera, recording the damage to his car. Four white middle-aged residents can be seen yelling at him while he records, with two of the men approaching the teen aggressively. 
One of the men said Jermaine was burning out, racing through his blanket neighborhood. While the teen told another man yelling at him to get out of his face, I'm not in your face, the man says, get out of my neighborhood, he yells. Shortly after, there must have been talk of a weapon before the video started since Jermaine, who appears to be alone in the situation, says, who got the gun? You're the one that would get the gun, the white woman said. Jermaine issued an update after the video went viral on social media, stating that two of the men in the video had been arrested. The Seminole County Sheriff's Office issued their mugshots, and the individuals were identified as Donald Eugene Corsi and Howard Oral Hughes, and they are both facing felony charges. On Wednesday, a woman claiming to be Jermaine's sister tweeted about the ordeal. Yesterday, my 16-year-old brother was racially profiled in a neighborhood in Sanford, Florida, the same city as Trayvon Martin. Luckily, he had a different fate. I commend my brother for how he reacted to the situation. They tried to throw a brick at his head and missed. Um, let me ask you all a question. You live in a neighborhood children play in the streets and i'm throwing this out here because this argument was presented to me you live in a neighborhood children are playing in the streets someone comes tearing through the neighborhood at 60 miles per hour how do you react take color out of the equation how do you react You want me to verbiate or just what? What's you your reaction? No, seriously. We're taking color out of it because they're saying this no, is racial, I'm... right? So I'm removing the racial out of it. Someone comes through your neighborhood, children play in these streets, or people are walking up and down. Someone comes roaring, I'm racing through at 65 miles per hour, burning out in the street. What's your reaction as a resident in that neighborhood? Well, like in my neighborhood, they will come out and take a picture I your rear license plate and it are, yeah, they will call the police down the road. So by the time I reach down the road, the police come out. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, man. They're going to do that because if kids are on the street playing, you understand? Mm -hmm. And you are going to speak to a neighborhood with Pitney out on the road like that. Sir, this neighborhood, they will call the police. Okay. You'll get police that get several calls. Thank you, Alexia. Anybody else? Yeah, good morning, everyone. Good morning, Marlon. <laughs> I will be highly upset, enraged, because remember, it used to happen in our neighborhood. Sometimes you're playing and then somebody's coming down the street fast. Mm -hmm. And we get upset because, I mean, you could hit somebody because, you know, it takes so long to stop your car and if you're coming through a neighborhood, have some common sense anyways. Just slow down. Cause you never know. Kids run out the house and run in the street all the time. They're not probably not playing in the street, but they run out the house and you know, their kids around. So be have some common sense. Mm -hmm. I I would be upset, you know, I would be enraged. You know, because I don't do it and I don't want you to do it in my in nobody's neighborhood. I would be upset. Throwing the rock through the window, I probably wouldn't do that. Mm -hmm. But um, I'd probably cuss him out. 
you know, call him, call him names, possible the rock and stuff. No. Yeah. Okay. So then, my reaction, I'm a cussing yourself. I'm cussing you out. I'm gonna tell you to get the heck out of my neighborhood. You don't live here. Get out. You're not gonna come here and disrupt the peace in my neighborhood. That's me. And remember. I have removed race from the equation. I don't care what you look like. I don't care who you are or what you're driving. That's what I'm going to do. Did these men... Now, throwing a break, wrong. Totally wrong. Totally wrong. I don't condone that at all. But were they wrong to be upset that he did a burnout in their neighborhood? Were they up? Do they have the right to be upset about that? Something first to think about. I'm Is not saying. Oh, sorry. I'm not saying it was racial or not. I'm not going to jump on that bandwagon. I'm just looking at if it were to happen in my neighborhood, how would I feel? How would I react? That's just me. Go ahead, um, Afro, and then I'm going to keep it moving. Go right ahead. Oh, yeah, thanks. Was there any proof that this, this kid did a burnout? Let me go in back to the story. Because I saw the video uh, a couple of days ago. Did you see the you video of I mean? him driving in the neighborhood? No, all I saw was the car parked one side with the back window busted out. And the two guys are moping in face and one lady um like stand up over the next side. Right. You know so I mean? we don't have we don't have access to that. So we don't know if someone's ring camera has that. We don't know. He could have police an investigation. Okay, so let's say and this is what I said. Let us say that is what happened. Right? If that's what happened. Is he in the right still to do that in the in someone's neighborhood? Oh heck no! Now get cussed out and tell him, sir, brother, come out to the neighborhood. What's in Olivia? Come out. Okay, that's it. That's all I wanted to know, right? But I think at times we have to understand when to remove race from an equation. Everything is not racial. Everything isn't. The go-to right now is everybody saying racial profiling. And it's not always the case. For me, I don't care what you look like. If you do that in my neighborhood, I have a problem with that. Get the heck out. You don't live here, get out. Big fucks. That's it. A teen dancer featured on Lifetime's Bring It killed outside Georgia Kroger. Daishia Hall, or Daishia Hall, not sure how you pronounce the name, who, um, D-Y-S-H-E-A, someone please correct me, who was featured on Lifetime's reality dance series Bring It Was Gunned Down Outside of a Kroger Store in Georgia. On Sunday, 16-year-old Hall visited a Kroger shopping center on Flat Shoals Parkway in DeKalb County. At some point, two groups of people got into an altercation in the parking lot, though it is unclear what it was about. One group fired into the car for another group. Hall and 17-year-old Javante Wood were shot. 
wood remains in critical condition. Paul was a dancer with Miss D's Dancing Dolls. The team showcased their talents on television as well as at competitions. Dance coach Diana Williams paid tribute to the teenager with a Facebook post Sunday night and praised her for being a fearless young leader. She was fearless and would always try to elevate herself and everyone else in the dollhouse. She was always encouraging her sisters and motivating everyone. As investigators work to identify the suspects, they have confirmed that the individuals involved in the Kroger shooting were also involved in a shooting at Grady Memorial Hospital the same night. One person was killed while the other sustained injuries in that shooting. Police are still working to determine what led to that incident. Okay, so you should... You know what? I'm, I'm over it. Michael Avenatti pleads guilty to stealing millions of dollars from clients. Disgraced attorney Michael Avenatti pleaded guilty yesterday to embezzling millions of dollars from four of his clients. Taking another step closer toward resolving a flurry of federal charges against him. Avenatti pleaded guilty in Santa Ana, California to four counts of wire fraud, fraud for each client he stole from and one count of endeavoring to obstruct the administration of the IR of the Internal Revenue Code. Prosecutors said Avenatti obstructed the IRS effort to collect $5 million in unpaid payroll taxes for a company he operated known as Tully's Coffee. Judge James Selna set Avenatti's sentencing for September 19. Avenatti faces a statutory maximum of 83 years in prison, although his sentence would likely fall below the maximum. Avenatti's plea resolves one of two remaining criminal cases against him. The former lawyer, a pugnacious critic of former President Donald Trump, who once considered a presidential run of his own, fell from grace after being hit with three federal indictments in a six-week period in 2019. On Thursday, Avenatti admitted to stealing millions of dollars from clients, including $4 million from a client with major disabilities. According to the indictment, after Avenatti negotiated settlements for the clients that required payment to go to them, he would lie to the clients about the terms of the settlements, instead depositing the funds into attorney trust accounts he controlled. He would then embezzle and misappropriate those funds. According to the indictment, and to prevent discovery of his scheme, he would tell clients the settlement proceeds had not yet been paid, among other tactics. He's currently serving a five-year prison term after being convicted in two separate trials in New York for attempting to extort millions of dollars from Nike and stealing nearly $300,000 from a book advance from his then-client Stormy Daniels, the adult film star who alleged she had an affair with Trump years before he ran for office. Uh, two men accused of... <laughs> Here we go with another story today. Two men accused of stealing nearly $14,000 in gasoline from Virginia Beach gas station and selling it at a discounted rate. The Robin Hood effect again. The Virginia Beach Police Department have arrested 24-year-old Rashane Griffith and 21-year-old Devon Drumgool, accusing them of hacking into gas pumps to steal gas and sell it at a discounted rate. The men were charged with grand larceny, conspiracy, and possession of burglary tools. 
Officers responded to the Virginia Beach gas station on June 14 regarding a report of suspicious activity. They later discovered that devices were being used to illegally access gas pumps. The gas was then being sold at a discounted rate through a phone application and was being advertised on social media. Someone would greet them, pay, at least they get greet, you get greeted, come on now, pay on cash app. They would then distribute the gas and then they'd close up and leave. The owner comes in, checks his pumps, everything seems normal. <laughs> at least they were courteous. Whoever tells you thank you for coming to buy gas from them when you go to the gas station, do you ever get that greeting? No. <laughs> at least they're being courteous. Listen, what's the song in Jamaica? Like on the bird, like on the bird, like on the people there. I'm not condoning the behavior. I said it yesterday and I'm saying it again today. I, moments with me, media, nor QMZ radio, nor Jano radio, we do not condone the behavior. But you see me, as a regular citizen, I struggle out there. They would have mind the hook would have mind the little hook up still. You see that? Lego the bird. Yeah, Lego the bird. <laughs> Lego the UK um hacker free free up the money. Lego the bird, the song got Lego the bird. Oh my god! But listen, they're not. Are they committing any harm to anyone? Let Let's be honest, Apple. Who are they hurting? They're not hurting. They're helping because they're selling the gas just like the other people yesterday. They're selling it at a discounted rate. Because they feel you, our pain. And the UK man, he might help the the the, the, <laughs> the masses for wake up. <laughs> like on a bird. Yeah. This is man. So but oh, oh but hold on, there's another angle to this though, because they are wondering if um the drivers who purchased the gas from them would face charges as well. Don't charge anybody. I mean <laughs> They're helping out a situation. Let me stop. <laughs> Let me stop. I cannot condone the behavior. I'm, I'm speaking from a citizen's standpoint. My bro, come and need like a help with the gas. Yeah, afford it. It used to cost $40 to fill up our car. Now it's $80. I can't. I can't. I can't. I need to hook up. I really need to hook up. Coming up after the music break, we do have business and tech and health and science news. Here's a little bit more from... Marc Anthony and Gente de Zona. <laughs>
Remember at the top of the hour, we do have the Friday mix. Courtesy of DJ Simba. All our listeners logged on to QMZRadio.com, JanoRadio.com, and everyone here with me on Clubhouse where the conversation happens. I'm Moments with me, and you're listening to Coffee and Toe, World News on the Go, every Monday through Friday starting at 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern, where I read the news and we share our views. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter at Me Media Moments on Instagram. It's Moments with Me Media. And subscribe to the YouTube channel, Moments with Me Media. Like, share, comment, and click on that notification bell. Today we are listening to the beautiful music of uh, none other than Mark Anthony. You know, he is not cute. But, um,. There's something about him. I, I, I can't explain what it is. And I, I, I get it. I see. Because when he and Jennifer Lopez got married, I was like, uh-uh, uh-uh. uh-uh. Odd pair. Very odd pair. But I get it. I can't explain what it is. But there's something very sexy about him. I don't know if it's his voice um, when he's singing. He's a freak. He's a straight-up freak. Um, but yeah, if I were single and um, nothing to do, just wanted to have a good time I'd, I'd probably hook up with him and let him just sing to me yeah something about that voice but anyway let me behave myself and get back to the business and i know i'm not the only woman who feels this way about mark anthony he is not cute so he can get it and now it's time for business and tech news Elon Musk has been hit with a $258 billion lawsuit, ouch, for allegedly being part of Dogecoin cryptocurrency pyramid scheme. Elon Musk has a lot on his plate these days due to juggling multiple companies and his impending multi-billion dollar takeover of Twitter. But he might want to make room for a little more because he's just been hit with a major legal issue. 
Based on recent court documents, Elon Musk is facing a $258 billion lawsuit for allegedly being part of a Dogecoin cryptocurrency pyramid scheme. Fortune Mag reports Elon Musk, along with his companies SpaceX and Tesla, are being sued for the money due to claims of fraud. Keith Johnson alleges that Musk was a knowing participant of a racketeering scheme to back the cryptocurrency Dogecoin. Johnson, who was described in legal documents as an American citizen who defrauded out of money um, by defendants Dogecoin crypto pyramid scheme, further alleges that Musk and his companies constituted an illegal racketeering enterprise to inflate the price of Dogecoin. As detailed in the lawsuit, Johnson wants to represent all those who have lost money trading in Dogecoin dating back to April 2019. His lawsuit breaks down to seeking $86 billion in damages plus triple damages of $172 billion. Additionally, Johnson wants to be granted an order blocking Elon Musk and his companies from promoting Dogecoin. Lastly, he once declared that Dogecoin trading constitutes gambling under U.S. and New York law. Defendants falsely and deceptively claim that Dogecoin is a legitimate investment when it has no value at all. Ouch. Um, this week has not oh. been... Oh, Dogecoin. Go ahead, Sonet. Go ahead. Go ahead. Dogecoin. Dogecoin. Okay, see? Okay, so crypto has been getting a beating this week. Now this, now this. Because I've heard about that one a lot. I've seen that one promoted a lot. What's going to happen now? Is this a scare tactic? I don't know. Yesterday, we read that, um, what's his name? What's his name? Glasses. What's his name? Bill Gates. Yeah, him. Said that um, he's pretty much calling anyone who in, invests in crypto as a fool, pretty much, because he calls it the greater fool theory. Now this. Hopefully, we don't have anything to report about crypto next week. Hopefully, it's good news for crypto next week. It's not looking too cute right now. Beauty giant Revlon formally files for bankruptcy. The rising impact. Hold on. Isn't it Revlon? Which one of these companies owns um, Mac? The same company that owns Mac. It's it's a what you call a drugstore um, beauty company that owns Mac. I'm not sure if it's Revlon, what's the other one, or Maybelline, but one of them owns Mac, um, also owns, uh, is it Clinique or Estee Lauder, one of them, but yeah, so I need to look, look it up again to see, but anyway, let me get back on, I, I digressed, the rising impact of the current financial crisis across the country has now claimed another victim, as 90-year-old beauty brand Revlon just shed light on its severe financial issues. In new court documents, it was confirmed that Revlon has officially filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy, citing an overwhelming debt and a surging cost. 
AP News reports in a New York court earlier this week, global beauty brand Revlon revealed just how serious its financial situation is by filing for Chapter 11 bankruptcy protection due to rising debt, disruptions in its supply chain network, and increasing production costs. Once the bankruptcy filing is approved by the court, Revlon says it hopes to receive $575 million in financing from its current lenders, which is only uh, which is the only solution to keep its day-to-day operations running. Revlon president and CEO Deborah Perelman spoke about the bankruptcy, saying, Today's filing will allow Revlon to offer our consumers the iconic products we have delivered for decades, while providing a clearer path for our future growth. Yeah, another one bites the dust. But um, I think they'll rebound because I think they do so. In health and science news, in a rare interview, Biden says Americans are really, really down. Yeah, thank. Yes, we are. He told the Associated Press the need for mental health in America has skyrocketed. Mr. Biden said he wanted Americans to be confident because I am confident. The president's popularity has plunged as November elections loom that will decide which party controls Congress. People are really, really down, Mr. Biden told the news agency in a half-hour interview from the Oval Office on Thursday. They're really down. Their need for mental health in America has skyrocketed because people have seen everything upset. Everything they counted on upset. But most of it's a consequence of what's happening. And what happened is a consequence of the COVID crisis. People lost their jobs. People are out of their jobs. And then were they going to get back work? Schools are closed. Asked about the possibility of the U.S. economy dipping into recession, the Democratic president insisted it was not inevitable. He also called arguments that uh, his $1.9 trillion coronavirus aid package had sparked inflation bizarre. Mr. Biden had initially discounted warnings from economists that his spending could overheat the economy before insisting when inflation arrived that it would be temporary, only to acknowledge in recent days that elevated consumer prices will persist for a while. Last month, inflation in the U.S. hit 8.6%, one of the highest rates in the world. During the interview, the AP said Mr. Biden became defensive when asked about this issue. If it's my fault, he said, why is it the case in every other major industrial country in the world that inflation that inflation is higher? You ask yourself that? I'm not going to be a wise, I'm not being a wise guy. A Fox News reporter challenged the White House press secretary about his claim on Thursday, pointing out that inflation is currently lower in other top economies such as Germany, France, Italy, Japan, Canada, and India. Well, I want to focus on the part where he's talking about the mental health and that we're down, down, down. Yes, we're down, down, down. We haven't had a chance to recoup and recover because while we still have the pandemic going on, we're in a war. Yes, we are in a war. And we are not getting any help. We are not getting help. Ukraine is getting all the help. They're getting help to be able to pay for essentials to be able to not be homeless when a lot of us are on the brink of homelessness and a lot of us are homeless 
We spoke about this yesterday. So, of course, there is a mental um, issue. Our mental health is being jeopardized. Our mental well-being is on the, on the, the edge of the cliff because we are, you know those things that you go to at the amusement parks or you go to Chuck E. Cheese or um, what's the other one? I forgot the name of the other one. Um, and you go in there and you're, the money's just swirling around and you're trying to catch it and you can't. That's how we are right now. Everything is just going around us and we can't get a grip of anything. And when you see that $5 billion has been exported to the Ukraine and we're here in the middle of the ocean with our hands up, save us, save us, save us. Nobody cares. Of course we're, we're down. We are down. What do you expect? For us to laugh and smile? Say, yes, we're great. Everything is good. Yes. No. No. And um, if the inflation is currently lower in other economies, why is that the situation? Shouldn't that be explored to see what we can do? I saw on TikTok, this doctor, he said, um, told his boss, there are three companies after him. He may have to reconsider, you know, his employment at the hospital. His boss asked him, who are the three companies? Gas, light, and food. Everybody's feeling it. I just told you, it used to cost $40 to fill up our tank. Now it's $80. And that's just for one vehicle. Multiply that by three. It's hard out here in these streets. I need Moments. Yes, yes, Apple. Like, for a serious note, the brother is like him, 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 him seeing the mind. Because. <laughs> Yeah, no, that real talk. The brother, him, him can't, him, him tell us something wrong with the man, you know, and I think I joke me and make, you know, something wrong with him, mentally. So, you know what I mean? Let me tell you like, what's wrong, Afro. Listen, listen to this. Sleep with you, man. Yeah, man, sleep with you, man. The man has a shake and with the ear and all sorts of things. You know what I mean? I, I never see a person shake, shake hands with the ear before. You know what I mean? So, uh, yo, the, the man, weird, weird. Somebody, somebody need to wake him up. Wake him up and wake him, him up real quick. Because, because hey, sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead, Alpha. I'm so sorry. I'm just ag agreeing with you. Wake him up. <laughs> Mister, uh, where is that guy who fling the boot off of George Bush? <laughs> Someone need to fling one shoes off of him. You remember that one? <laughs> <laughs> the bigger issue here is people. Who we really have that can really lead us? Here comes Dre with the seriousness. <laughs> no, like nobody did it. It's not like we can put in the, the 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 other guy because he's rogue. It would be a hundred percent worse with him. Um, who can really lead us? There's no one that can lead, and if we do find someone that can lead. Him own a part, the other party, and his own party is gonna tear him down. <laughs> we're, we're we're in a s hole right now. <laughs> Seriously.
<laughs> We're between a rock and a hard place. Yeah, we really are. We really are. We're in big trouble. Trust me. Oh, I think we need some good news. <laughs> we need some really good news. It's Wait, good news. Afo, Afo, Afo. I'm not really <laughs> You wouldn't be hearing me this morning. <laughs> I'm only kidding. But on a serious note, we need some good news. Warriors beat Celtics to win fourth NBA title in eight years. So the Golden State Warriors are NBA champions once again, beating the Boston Celtics 103-94, their fourth title in the last eight seasons. <sighs> Steph Curry scored 34 points on Thursday night and was named the NBA Finals MVP as the Warriors claimed the franchise's seventh championship overall it completed a journey like none other after a run of five consecutive finals then a plummet to the bottom of the nba and now a return to greatness just two seasons after having the league's worst record we found a way to just get it done curry said after the warriors accepted the championship trophy and celebrated on the court with tears in his eyes and Hoarse with emotion, Curry struggled to speak as he explained what allowed the Warriors to capture their latest crown. Uh, where's the bookie? Is the bookie here? Bookie, get ready. <clears throat> uh, some people are missing. I need my money. It's part of a championship pedigree, our experience, he said. We built this for 10 to 11 years. That means a lot when you get to this stage. For Curry, Clay Thompson, Draymond Green, and Andre, I can't say his last name. Y'all know what it is. It is the fourth championship. The first three titles came in 2015, 2017, and 2018, when Golden State was dynastic and made five consecutive trips to the finals. They're all unique. They're all special, Coach Steve Carr said of the multiple titles. This one might have been the most unlikely. It takes a group effort to get it done, and we had a great group. Ah, yes. Ah, uh, Marlon, you taking me out to lunch? I hope so. I'm ready. I didn't. I didn't bet you. <laughs> I bet you. you need to get to the people who bet you who disappeared. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, you. Yeah, there's some missing people. There's some missing yeah. people, dude. Yeah, no, I, have a lot of, make... I have a lot of money on it, so you know. <laughs> I told you, you won't get no money. <laughs> Unless you're gonna get paid in crypto. <laughs> Marlon, that was a low blow. I tried to warn you, but she didn't listen. Hey, hey, moment, say, so you know what? <laughs> I... <laughs> I'm struggling to breathe. Go ahead, James. Yeah, and, and the crazy thing is, I, I think they have two more championships in them. Oh, oh gosh. I think so, yeah. too. <laughs> I agree with you, James. I, I yeah. believe that if they stick together, they can um, they can do at least one or two more. If they're, you know, yeah, I believe so. Yeah, not not just that, but they, they, have, they have enough assets to go and get. Because Donovan Mitchell is not happy where he is 
And Donovan Mitchell wouldn't even think twice to jump ship and come over to Golden State. And I'm sure at some point, like Damon Lillard is going to say, you know what? <laughs> you know? So they are in a they are in a in a in an amazing position to go two more. I agree. And, and and I believe that if that should happen, LeBron James would be in trouble because if Steph Curry wins more championship in the same era as LeBron James, then you're gonna to have to take away the king, the king from King James, and 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 you know, give him like um, Chef James and and Curry King Curry, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, because because you can't you can't be the greatest player of a generation with another superstar winning more ring than you. So you know. But um, to be honest, though, James, I turnovers is what killed Boston last night. Too many turn. It's like thirty turnovers. That that's what killed them. Yeah, but I, but but, but um, Marlon, the turnovers are not are not like clumsy. It, it's it's a good defense. You saw Andrew Wiggins, like how he was on on um Jason Tatum like bread and butter. Like yeah, well, like true too. That's true. Yeah, so it's not like careless. You know, like it's not like when Golden State have turnovers, they have some careless turnover when they're trying to make some fancy pass or whatever. Um. Boston turnovers were not like clumsy; they were like forced, you know, like good defense. I agree. I agree. I agree. So, but yeah, um, you need to if you're gonna bet again, shall <laughs> bet, bet with money, real money. <laughs> Can somebody oh, kick Marlon? Can Marlon. somebody kick Marlon out the room? <laughs> no. Oh my God! <laughs> <laughs> uh, moments are also. I saw me see you for real, then, man. Oh, I'm not joking, not talk about. I saw me see you for real. Oh, oh gosh! <laughs> my connection. I have. Oh, oh, solo. Kill the mic. I can't, Marlon. Um. Ladies and gentlemen, after today, you will no longer be hearing Marlon in this room. We are officially kicking him out and blocking him from this. Oh, gosh. Telling oh. the truth. Yes, we don't like to hear the truth over here. The truth Can hurts. you hear me? Yes, we're so making Thank you. Listen, Marlon outside. Marlon outside. Believe him. Marlon. Marlon. Marlon, give your phone to share moments. Yes, and ban yourself. Ban yourself. Don't don't speak anymore. Come off the mic oh, and just leave everything alone. My drink water and go in the corner. Good morning, everyone. Yeah. I ran outside because I had to comment. Marlon, you said use real money, green money. <laughs> <clears throat> no crypto or bitcoins. Y'all don't y'all don't oh. know who I live with. Y'all think he nice. Oh, he is not nice. Oh. He is the I worst. It is mm. 11 o'clock and it is that time of the morning when we take it to the Friday Mix courtesy of the one and only DJ Simple. Kajano Radio. Hey, good morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome, welcome. What's going on? Hey, big up to each and everyone right now. Hey, my name is DJ Simple. And of course, I'm here with the Friday Mix. This summer party series. Hope you guys are ready to turn it up right now. It's a Friday. Here's no 
a party without soca. Let's have some soca in my blood right now. Get up and start moving. Get up, get up, get up. Let's turn it up. Let's turn it up right now. Are you ready? Jump on set for you. 
myself right now. Can I tell you? The party in San Marino, we don't care what the people say. That's right. Cause the music hit no place. So we don't care. Lights play until I call a name. I'm some show off. Me and me. I can't tell you why I'm show off now. No, no, no. Closer to me. Now give me when you push back that thing hard and answer my fantasy. Girl, your body looking good and you could be in a mood when you wind your wife up. Ladies, are ready, ladies? Why you say? Hold on. She come on me thing like. Hold on. Then I get she be thing like. Hold on. I'ma shop the place and you know you're whining good. She ball up. Hold on.
talk to me. Talk to me. Know what you say? Sugar boy, sugar boy. Do blazing stuff, newer stuff, and then Sunday we got big people Sundays. All right, so remember to check me out each and every Sunday, 47 p.m. Right here on Channel Radio. Moments, calm down, calm down. <laughs> <laughs> all right, folks, what we got to 
enjoyed my selection this week. And thank you, moments. Peace. It's your boy Drizzy Drake. This Drake. is Rihanna. Tell your Chico Pitbull. I'm Nicki Minaj. Yeah, this is Usher. It's your boy Flo Rida. And you check it out. John O Radio. John O Radio. What can I say? Thank you so much, DJ Simple, for the Friday mix. Part of the summer party series and he did it in soca style don't forget to follow him on johnnoradio.com check him out there every saturday 4 to 7 p.m eastern with um blazing saturdays and he returns on a sunday with big people sunday 4 to 7 p.m eastern download that johnno radio app and i'm a little bit out of breath so forgive me um it is j-a-h-k-n-o available in your Apple and Google Play stores. All right. So definitely check out the whole Jano Radio family. They're always great music, great entertainment. <sighs> okay. So now it is time for Caribbean Corner. We are so behind schedule and it's like, I don't care. But anyway, let's get back on track. It's Friday. Why should I care? Out of Jamaica, Ian Fleming Airport welcomes first commercial flight. The Ian Fleming International Airport in Boscobel, St. Mary, has received its first commercial flight. The airport saw the arrival of Inter-Caribbean Airways from Provin Providenciales, let me say that right, Turks and Caicos. Uh, Minister of Tourism Ed Bartlett was among government officials and stakeholders to welcome the passengers and crew. The airline is scheduled to operate monthly flights, but is expected to transition to weekly service later on. At the time of the announcing plans for international flights at Ian Fleming last December, the Transport Ministry indicated that the move forms part of the efforts of the Airports Authority of Jamaica to increase traffic in and out of the island's smallest international airport, pumping in excess of U.S. $2 million into the Jamaican economy. This development is particularly important because the largest single employer in the Turks and Caicos Islands is Sandals Resorts, the largest Jamaican-owned luxury all-inclusive resort with approximately 600 Jamaicans directly employed there and an estimated 6,000 Jamaicans and descendants living in the island. Ah, noting the limitations regarding the size of the planes that can fly in and out of the airport, it was said that Inter-Caribbean Airways would offer 30-seater planes. Listen, y'all need to expand that airport. And here's why I'm saying that. There's an airport in my backyard, literally, like 10 minutes away, um, the Tamiami Airport. I wouldn't mind having flights that can leave from Tamiami straight into the Boscobel Airport because the Boscobel Airport is about 40 minutes from where I live, right? Depending on how fast we drive. Yeah, that part. Um, yeah, so I would look forward to that. It would ease me having to go to Miami International Airport and then flying into Donald Sangsto. Yeah, 
I wouldn't mind that. Go Jamaica, go. I think that airport is going to be used mostly by sandals. I just have a weird feeling that they're the ones who are going to um, be able to use it the most. No, no, no shade on them. I have nothing against them. It suits them because of their chain and they're able to move their, um, what you call it, guests, their guests between properties. Good move. Um, more revenue for the country good which means um the tourism sector can blossom even more good look i think so a jamaican woman was allegedly caught with 20 pounds of cocaine in st james aren't you people learning stop investigators from the police narcotics division are probing the seizure of approximately 24 pounds of cocaine and a quantity of nine millimeter rounds of ammunition during an anti-narcotics operation in Goodwill District, St. James, on Wednesday. A woman was taken into custody as a result of the seizure. Reports are that at about 6 p.m., a Toyota Prado motor vehicle was intercepted at a premises after attempts to elude the police failed. During a search of the vehicle, 10 rectangular-shaped packages containing cocaine were found inside the trunk. A premises which was occupied by the female who was the occupant of the Toyota Prado motor vehicle resulted in, num in a number of magazines and 12 9mm cartridges being found inside a bedroom. The cocaine reportedly has an estimated street value of $550,000 US. That is, the motor vehicle was seized. But 24 pounds of cocaine? Five, that sounds look a bit. 550,000 US. Shouldn't that the street value be more than that? That sounds a little off based on news reports. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just saying based on news reports. Sounds a little off to me, but hey, what can I say? Um, yeah, sounds, I don't know. I don't know. What's the going price for cocaine? I don't know. Why am I asking that? I really don't know. I'm just trying to figure out. 24 pounds well, of cocaine. <laughs> Go ahead, Apple. <laughs> <laughs> no, never mind. I'm good. Where did I go say? Where did I go say, Apple? I don't know why I'm seeing it. 25 to 30K US. Per what? Per uh, kilo. Okay, so. That's 2.2 pounds. One kilo is 2.2 pounds? yes okay and she had 24 pounds divide that by you say so that's like 12 12 pretty right? much like 12 so yeah 12, or 12 13. okay so 12 and you say it's times so what give me the high end give me the high end well well depends uh where, where is she coming from Jamaica, so it's cheaper so probably probably like uh 13k i don't know i'm just just a numbers that i hear in the streets okay. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. Jamaica is like what thirty k. By the time it reach US is a thirty k, twenty five thirty k. Okay, all right. Okay, got it. Thank you. I'm not interested in doing drugs, folks. Don't worry about that. Eva May Sterling, the sixty one year old Manchester businesswoman, recently convicted of money laundering. Her son and sister had over $100 million in property forfeited to the Crown in the Supreme Court this week. In May, Sterling pleaded guilty to two counts of engaging in a transaction involving criminal property, contrary to a section of the Proceeds of Crime Act, POCA, 
2007. She was fined Jamaican $300,000 or nine months imprisonment on one count and 12 months imprisonment. Suspended for 24 months on the second count for her role in money laundering, the Financial Investigation Division said in a release on Thursday. Her co-accused son, Nicholas Chang, and sister Marlene Ledford pleaded not guilty. Okay, I have a question. $100 million in property forfeited to the crown. Which crown? Which, which crown? Which crown gets this? Not, 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 not England. Huh? Is that what that means? That the... The, the, the property valued at $100 million Jamaican gets forfeited to them? Anybody know? Is that, does, is that what it means? I need a Jamaican lawyer in here. I, need to, I don't know. But that don't sit well with me when it says the crown. Because doesn't crown refer to the monarchy? That is it. That doesn't sit well with me. I'm sorry. The crown doesn't need it. If you say to me that that um, property is going to be used to build affordable housing for people who would like to own homes, that I could see through. Granted, $100 million dollars humor me folks is not really a lot of money when you think about it but it's still a lot right 100 million dollars divided by what 150 to one let's say that that's 666,000 us right so it's not a lot of money but it can do a lot of things it can put up housing for teachers and nurses people who work within the government sector who 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 their salary can't hardly do anything. Rather than give it to the crown. Yes, what the woman do is wrong. <laughs> I don't want to say, I'm, you know, disregarding that. Money laundering is wrong. It's wrong, right? However, my problem now, there's a bigger problem at hand for me because <laughs> the government has scammed too. Let me not say anything. But on a serious note, though, let me be serious for a second. Would you rather the money go to the crown or the property go to the crown? Or would you rather the government use that land to provide homes for people who are struggling? What would your preference be? Go to the people, you know, the government use it to provide for the people. Then. You get what I say? Welcome, DJ Simple. Thank you for that soca mix. You met my workout this morning, but thank you very much. And of course, it's going to go on um, my replay so I can um, work out to it. The mixes have been off the chain. I must say that week over week over week. High energy, good vibes, and um, a good listen to while you're on the road trying to get some chores done and all of that. So thank you so much. Appreciate it, DJ Simple. Yeah. All right. So here's some good news. 11,500 work visas available for Haiti and other countries. 
the United States will provide an additional 11,500 H-2B non-agricultural seasonal worker visas at the end of... What month are we in? Why is this stale news? Why is this just coming out? This said at the end of May, but it's just coming out. This is ridiculous. I think this has to be a typo. has to be at the end of June, right? Um, to nationals of Northern northern central america and haiti u.s president joe biden himself delivered the news in the los angeles declaration on migration and protection by the u.s government and foreign partners at the ninth summit of the americas this action is taken to address labor shortages in key sectors of the u.s economy and limit irregular migration the U.S. government also announced that the United States will commit to facilitating the resettlement of more than of many more Haitian refugees. They're not giving us a number on that. I want to mind a number um, from the government because just like they were able to say we'll take in 125,000 um, Ukrainians, give me a number for the Haitians as well. And I know I'm reading saying that really fast. He took the opportunity to encourage other governments to join him to strengthen legal avenues of protection and opportunity for Haitians and other displaced populations in the Americas. With regard to the Haitian Family Reunification Program, the American authorities announced the resumption of the process which allows eligible American citizens and lawful permanent residents to apply for the parole of their family members in Haiti. Steps will be taken to increase Haitian participation in the program by reducing barriers to access. The U.S. government pledged, noting that new invitations to apply under the program are expected to be issued in early fall 2022. At the same time, the State Department has indicated that it will redouble its efforts to process visas for Haitian immigrants and reduce the existing backlog. So, they have been listening that something needs to be done. Is this a step in the right direction? Yes. 11,500, we're going to take it. We're not going to be ungrateful because I know how we stay already. You know, we're going to be grateful for the 11,500 work visas for Haiti and countries in Central America. However, while we're being grateful, you know, us Jamaicans will tell us, say, you look nice while telling you insulting at the same time, right? We'll tell us, say, girl, you're dressed nice, but the shoes now go with the dressing now, right? So, typical Jamaican fashion. While we appreciate the 11,500, we had for the Haitian and the Central American, then we still look a little more, right? Because we need more help. <laughs> In my <laughs> Am I right? We need more. Yeah, but, but moments. Yeah. Before you start celebrating, you have to be like Spice and ask them for, for, for come up with them receipts. Because anybody Jesus. can throw numbers out there. Boy. You know, because election and everything and, you know, with the with the world seeing how they deal with Haiti, mm -hmm. that could just be like some, some number throughout there. So receipts. Facts. You see, you're really, you're really taking us bringing the true jamaican out of us no um james yeah talk up the things them james talk up the things them yeah that, that's true though that is so true i'm glad you brought that up i was a little too happy thank you <laughs> for bringing me back to reality 
appreciate it nonetheless and i'm glad that they um are going to reduce barriers to access when it comes to people being able to parole for their family members in haiti because i'm tired of the haitians trying to get to america but on these makeshift boats are being smuggled up to now we haven't heard anything further about the group of haitians that were going through the that passage from um the dominican republic to puerto rico we haven't heard anything further so and we need to know what's going on people are risking their lives daily right so i appreciate it but i need more go right ahead no i was going to say it's a chapter out of the playbook you know like Trudeau pulled something like that last year and and said they put aside 40 something like 40 billion dollars or some some big amount of money for the black community business community um, and I call one and, and ask every black business owner me know and nobody not get no money. So, yeah, receipts. <laughs> nobody, like, so I don't know if I, if I some wedding black people are there because, you know, in, in a Toronto, I've, I've, I've the most um, Caribbean and African than the, the entire country combined. And I don't know nobody will benefit from it. So, hmm. same thing, like, them, them can tell you the amount and then when you look, you know, see no plane come from Haiti with nobody. So, <laughs> you know. Interesting. So we need to keep an eye on this then, James. I'm glad you brought that up because we don't want them throwing um, promises at us because they know what they say about a promise. It's a comfort to a fool and I will not be a fool. I need us to hold them accountable, not just hear it, receive it and start wishing on it. No, we need to see them follow through on their promise to us. Right. Um, so let's hope. Let, let, let's try and let's try to be positive right we're gonna try we're definitely gonna try um yeah hmm so we're gonna take a quick music break and then we'll be right back a little bit more from mark anthony Ese fuego y yo el cigarro Me enciendes y me apagas con tus labios Tu cuerpo es ese mal tan necesario Te miento si no digo que te necesito a diario Y aunque duela tú eres de las cosas que no me arrepiento Estoy seguro que lo dejarás en cualquier momento Mientras tanto me Solo con un par de besos Yo estoy seguro que lo dejarás Todo es cuestión de tiempo
con tus labios Tu cuerpo es ese mal tan necesario Te miento si no digo que te necesito a diario Y aunque duela tú eres de las cosas que no me arrepiento Estoy seguro que lo dejarás en cualquier momento Mientras tanto me consuelo solo con un par de besos yo estoy seguro que lo dejarás, todo es cuestión de tiempo Cerebro, una mansión tan grande como el Choliseo, pero vacía como una playa en el invierno. Si ya lo han dicho otras canciones, lo reite que soy tan pobre que solo tengo mi dinero. No puedo comprar en una tienda, amor sincero. No hay quien me lo venda y es lo. Quiero llevarte al altar y no puedo 
thank you to all our listeners logged on to qmzradio.com and janoradio.com yes you are in the right place we're listening to the music of mark anthony uh heavily infused with bomba and salsa the music of puerto rico and thank you to everyone here with me on clubhouse where the conversation happens i'm moments with me you're listening to coffee in tow world news on the go every monday through friday starting at 9 a.m to 12 p.m eastern where i read the news and we share our views don't forget to follow me on twitter at me media moments on instagram at moments with me media subscribe to the youtube channel moments with me media like share comment and click on that notification bell also do remember to download the jano radio app j-a-h-k-n-o available in your apple and google play stores coming up we do have believe it or not stories An eight-year-old boy dies during a game of hide-and-seek after getting stuck between a washer and a dryer. A Texas boy passes away after getting stuck between a washing machine and a dryer. Unfortunately, Tim Watkins says eight-year-old Wrangler Hendricks was playing a game of hide-and-seek while visiting a relative's home with his grandparents. According to Watkins, authorities believe Hendricks was trying to find a hiding place when he got stuck, Hendrix's family found him wedged between a washer and dryer and began CPR. Once police arrived at the home, they discovered Hendrix unresponsive. The child was transported to Archbold Memorial Hospital in Thomasville, Georgia, where resuscitation attempts continued. Watkins said, after approximately one hour of resuscitation attempts, the child was pronounced at approximately 7.28 p.m. An official autopsy is expected to be performed despite authorities believing Hendricks died from positional asphyxiation. That is so unfortunate. Um, a Louis, this, this story is just, uh, you know what, <clears throat> let me just read it because I don't understand it. Louisiana judge grants accused rapist custody of child and orders rape victim to pay child support. This is according to WBRZ. Krista Abelset said she was raped at age 16 by a man twice her age who promised to drive her home after a night out with friends. Instead of bringing me home, he brought me to his house. Abelset said that about John Barnes, who was 30 at the time. Once inside, he raped me on his living room couch. The outlet report that the teen became pregnant and had a daughter who is now a teenager herself. Everyone assumed that the pregnancy was from a boyfriend and I let them believe that, she said. Five years later, Barnes reportedly reappeared after learning that the child might be his. When my daughter was five years old, he found out about her. And once he found out about her, he pursued custody and wanted to take her away from me. They granted him 50-50 custody despite the fact that the child was caused by rape. The outlet reported that Abelseth filed rape charges against Barnes in 2015 after discovering the statute of limitations had not expired. I thought if I didn't do it the next day, 
there was nothing I could do about it, she reportedly said. I went to a trauma counselor. And he said, no, you have 30 years after you turn 18. The Tanji, I can't pronounce this, but Tanji Pahoa, I hope I got it right. Don't, don't crucify me, folks. Tanji Pahoa Parish Sheriff's Office said the case remained open and no charges were filed. It was never assigned to a detective and nothing was ever investigated. Despite numerous attempts with the justice system, the now 32-year-old said she has not been able to gain traction with it and reportedly lost custody of her daughter over allegations that she gave her a cell phone. He's well-connected, Abel Seth said. He's threatened me multiple times, saying he has connections in the justice system, so I better be careful, and he can take her away anytime he wants to. I didn't believe it until it actually happened. The sequence of events, according to advocates and attorneys, was disturbing. When I found out she was a rape victim and this rapist could potentially get full custody, that's when I stepped in and said something has to be done about this, said Stacy Trish of Save Lives. She's been forced to pay her per perpetrator, forced to pay her rapist child support and legal fees and give up custody of the child that's a product of the rape. It makes no sense. Even if charges of forced rape could not be confirmed, legal commentators pointed out that the age gap between Abel Seth and Barnes would constitute statutory rape. In Louisiana, the legal age of consent is 17. It seems pretty straightforward that not only did a crime take place, but as a result of the crime, this person should not have custody of the child. And this is according to Sean Cassidy, a lawyer with the Louisiana Foundation Against Sex Assault. Somebody make that make sense to me. You can rape somebody, get custody of the child, and then have your rape victim pay you child support? Anybody... Is, is this alarming to anybody or is it just me? Is it the norm or is it just me that I'm surprised to hear about this? This can't be real. Statutory rape, I'm 16 years old. You rape me, I have the child, but now you can get custody of the child and I have to pay you child support. Somebody tell me the laws, please. I'm uh, not sure if remember if you hear something like this before. I swear to you, um, my wife hear something like this before. Yo. And say it doesn't make no sense, but right now the world we live in is a very sick and twisted world. Live um, run by some very sick and twisted evil entities, you know what I mean? So, not, not surprising anymore, you know what I mean? To me, this supposed to be like a slam dunk case. I don't know because if if the DNA proved that this is his child and she was 16 at the time, yes, yeah, statutory rape. How come he's not locked up? Well, like this is this is weird. Uh no, I remember. 
yeah, no, I remember. It, it, it was this guy and kidnapped this girl. You know what I mean? And kidnap her, rape her, all them something like that. She end up. Oh, what? I think she end up kill him or something like so for escape. And she, I think to this day she still lock up in a prison. You know what I mean? Um, them them keep on I say you know free. I forgot her name. I say free or free or but. Well, I mean, what going on for that court case there? Nobody remember no, that I case think there? That, I think that girl got locked, um, let out a few years ago, like probably like three years ago. I think I know the case you're talking about. Not Didn't the Centaur, not that the Centaur Brown case, not that one. Oh, not that one. I think it was that one. It sounds so similar. Sorry. Where she killed her um rapist. Yeah, she yeah, with traffic or something like that, and she end up escape and kill him and them lock her up. For much years and people are loving for free hour and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, that's it. That's, that's the it. Case. Yeah, that's it. That is it. She got out. She got out. Oh, okay. She was okay. okay. Yeah. Um. Okay. Who was it? Kim Kardashian who fought for her on that one, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kim, yeah, yeah. Kim Kardashian. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think Kim was on that. Yeah. Yeah, she got out, and I, I remember that case because I said, how can someone abuse me? rape me traffic me and i kill you in self-defense and yet i end up in jail i remember and at the time i believe she was a minor but tried as an adult if i'm yeah, not mistaken yeah, yeah. so in other words afo the message it's sending is that it's okay for people to rape you that's the message that's being sent here yeah, plus my wife um told me about this other incident. Um that was that in Cleveland where the guy like a guy this guy go around and up jugged jug this young guy for rape him and he must have escaped and talked to the police and like the the, the, the what he mentioned it to the police that like the police never did nothing about it and the guy end up tell some lie and capture him back and end up kill him. Yeah. Yep. Wow. I mean it's sad. So what, what are we telling people? That it's okay to well you know something with with the the threat of roe versus wade going on that being tossed out right guess what it's you're pretty much saying i can rape you do as i like with you and you now <laughs> are no longer the victim i am the victim because that's my child and i want my child she was a minor you know something <clears throat> God knows best why I certain things don't. Oh, Lord, let me just keep it moving. A man convicted for the murder of an NYPD officer who was fatally shot by fellow officers as they responded to a robbery. So Jagger Freeman was convicted of murder for the death of an NYPD detective who was shot and killed by his fellow officers during a robbery gone wrong in 2019. Jagger is one of two men charged with murder for the officer's death, although neither pulled the trigger. According to New York Post, Jagger broke down in tears and professed his innocence as officers tried to haul him out of the courtroom following the jury's verdict. For murder, though, I didn't do this. Jagger and his accomplice, Christopher Ransom, were robbing a T-Mobile store when officers responded. Christopher was seen brandishing what turned out to be a fake pistol inside the store and allegedly pointed the fake gun at officers. Several cops fired 42 bullets, leaving their own detective, Brian Simonson, mortally wounded. 
Jagger claims that he was merely a lookout in the botched robbery. But criminal law allows for someone to be charged with what is called murder if an innocent person died in the commission of a crime. Jagger, who will return to court for sentencing on June 30, is expected to face up to 25 years to life in prison. I don't know. Yeah, I'm sorry, woman. Um, the first woman I thought was well, just uh, um, Jeff Jeffrey Dahmer. Yeah, Jeffrey Dahmer. Okay. Um, send that one to me. Send it to me. I have to look that one up. Send that one to me, Apple, please. All right. I have to look that one up. So, don't get caught up in crime, folks. Don't go to no robbery with nobody because if a, an officer gets killed and you are just there, you're going to jail. He's facing up to, and I, he's going to get the 25 years because it's an officer that was killed, even though none of them killed the officer. But because they're, the, I can hear the argument and I can hear them in the jury um, deliberation when they went in, I can hear them. He's the reason why, they're the reason why the officer is dead because if, the, if they weren't there committing the crime and the officers didn't have to go there to stop the crime from taking place, the officer would not have died. That's the argument. Case closed. That's the argument, right? So Netflix and Monique reach settlement in discrimination retaliation lawsuit. Netflix and Monique have reached a settlement. Uh, yeah, that alleged gender and racial bias when it came to her stand-up special salary. Terms of the deal weren't disclosed in Tuesday's filing. Uh, the Oscar-winning actress sued Netflix back in 2019, accusing the streamer of gender and race discrimination after offering her what she referred to as a low-ball and discriminatory offer of $500,000 as a talent fee for an hour-long comedy stand-up show, while her comedic pairs were offered millions per special. The complaint started that um, stated rather that Netflix started to court Monique in 2017 for a comedy special. However, negotiations stalled after the actress and comedian rejected the platform's opening offer of $500,000. Netflix eventually walked away from the negotiations after Monique protested the offer was discriminatory. In her 2019 suit, Monique named several other comedians and their Netflix salaries, suggesting she was low-balled because she's a black woman. Netflix reportedly offered to pay Chris Rock, Dave Chappelle, and Ellen DeGeneres, and Ricky Gervais 40 times more per show than it offered Monique, and it offered Amy Schumer 26 times more per show than Monique. In short, Netflix's offer to Monique perpetuates the drastic wage gap forced upon black women in America's workforce. Following the filing, Monique spoke publicly about Netflix's alleged practices and called for fans to boycott the streamer. All right. Um, Tiffany Haddish reflected on her time in the foster care system as a child, saying that she thought she was going to die there. She discussed the pits of being in the foster care system and how it affected her health and self-image. Not a good place I hear. Some people have been fortunate to have good, um, be, to have been placed in good situations, but the majority of cases we tend to hear about are not so good. Well, the beehive, wake up. 
Beyonce is releasing a new album, Renaissance, by July 29. Beyonce had social media in a frenzy late Wednesday night after she announced that her upcoming album, Renaissance, would be released on July 29. Tidal tweeted about the much-anticipated album and indicated that Renaissance would be a double album with Act 1, including 16 tracks. So who's looking out for it? Nobody here it's I am. Oh, okay. I am. Yeah, I want to hear it. I do want to hear it. Um she spoke she spoke about her creative process briefly, adding that her albums do take a long time to complete and she said she's feeling just as excited as she did when she was 9 years old. All right, so we're here for it. Oh, you didn't talk about Drake album coming out? Ooh. That got released last night. That got released. And yes. I yeah, forgot. Yeah, yeah. Drake, Jizzy Drake. Drizzy, champagne, papi. Okay, we oh, talk about moments. I'll send the thing to you here. Thank you. Thank you. We're going to talk about it on Monday, Marlon, because we are at the end of the road. Two minutes to go. I'm so sorry. Go ahead. Quick, Marlon. Make it quick. Happy happy Father's Day to all the dads in here and, and oh. all over. Okay, go ahead and say it on, on behalf of. On behalf of. I'm off of Marlon, happy Father's Day. <laughs> Listen. In the room. I hope you guys enjoy your day and hope, you know, just have a good day. But tell your, tell your other half, if you have one, no tools from Home Depot, please. Can we just do some <laughs> tools? You know, because we don't need no more. Thank you. Wow. Thank you, Marlon. Wow, Marlon. Yes, same to you, Marlon, and, and, you know, all the other fathers in the room, you know? And as Marlon said, like, no more tools. Wow. Rolex, Rolex, a... Rolex still, they're still open. They're not bankrupt yet, Um, so. Wow. Yeah. I don't, oh, happy Father's Day to all the wonderful dads for those who have stepped up and, you know, are doing the right thing for being an integral part of their children's lives we appreciate you we celebrate you and you know we love you thank you so much happy father's day to all the dads come on happy father's day for real you know what i mean yeah oliver happy father's day thank you thanks for listening thank you for listening thank you for tuning in to jano radio jano radio we are we are we are online 24 7 we 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 hope you enjoyed the show bye bye thank you to all the listeners that tuned in on qmzradio.com and janoradio.com and of course to everyone here with me on clubhouse where the conversation happens moments with me signing out you were listening to coffee in tow world news on the go every monday through friday starting at 9 a.m to 12 p.m eastern where i read the news and we share our views don't forget to follow me on Twitter at Me Media Moments on Instagram Moments with Me Media and subscribe to the YouTube channel Moments with Me Media. Like, share, comment, and click on that notification bell. As always, it's great conversation. Remember to check out Jano Radio later on this evening, 7 p.m. We get the weekend started early. <laughs>